This is the Shall We Football Podcast. I'm Ryan, my co-host AJ and Colt. NFL Week 6 with our guest, Casey Myers. Casey, welcome, sir. Uh, we're going to speak to him today about Week 6 games against the spread. We're also going to go over a little bit in Week 5. You can find Mr. Myers at Myers on the Twitter machine, co-founder and host of the FF Dynasty with Corey at Dynasty Big Co. J. Uh, who's Corey? Corey J. And, and Matt Foreman. You can find them all on Twitter. Uh, Jay, is it Jay? Casey, Casey, he does this because his eyes just suck shit and he can't <laughs> read this fucking script. It happens every week. That's accurate. That I, is I, so was, accurate. I was hoping for last we're gonna, names. We're going to we'll clap. We're going to clap for, yes. for Corey J. and Matt. They were very kind to us last time. Uh, yeah, when, great when guys. Colt check out their content. There. Yeah, they do wonderful things. Uh, an epic host of content like weekly recaps and highlights, rookie draft class prospect reviews, uh, dynasty buy, sell, hold shows, individual player profiles, and more. Find them on most podcast platforms and for the juicy stuff, the full, full video presentation on YouTube, also on OnlyFans. That one's subscription-based. Uh, there's so much neon, you're going to fucking love it. Doing uh, doing a lot of lot of good stuff on OnlyFans. Yep, it's, <laughs> it's football and foot stuff on yeah. their OnlyFans. Hit up their <laughs> Patreon, too. Is Patreon normally a thing uh, people get so other people think they're actually making money? Casey, is that the case? What was that? Run that by me again. I was still thinking about yeah. feet. It, about feet. <laughs> it happens. Feet get on my brain as well. Uh, is Patreon normally a thing people get? Uh, so other people think that they're actually making money doing things. I'll, I'll take this case. The answer is yes, but not this one. Colt's ah. actually a member of their Patreon. He can <laughs> vouch. Colt vouch. Colt vouch. Oh, I vouch. Okay, that he was, vouched. Uh, and of course, you will attempt the pronunciation game, and we will present the Mac Oracle Award for episode MVP, named after Michael McCorkle Mac Jones. Get well soon. Uh, we do love him because he's a former child model, national champion, and first round draft pick with the body of uh, mid 1990s John Daly. Mm-hmm. We've changed Vintage. the spelling to MC Capital O R C A L in, in honor of AJ's former roommate and my former tenant's inability to spell literally anything except his own name which is evan uh casey this is how we do things here we're not here to make friends human decency and puns not tolerated name calling is required do not wait until people are done talking to opine keep it brisk we have tiny bladders no rules just right broke back snake house <laughs> gentlemen are we ready to football yeah yeah, can we, yeah can we can get the anyway. can we get the prompt out of the fucking way here What's i would love here? to yes that would be nice let's just talk Boom. about games uh, we're going to go week five recap. Casey, we have a, a list of three on the screen. We're going to talk about Cincinnati at Baltimore, Philadelphia at Arizona, and Las Vegas at Kansas City. Casey, choose which one you would like to discuss first, please. Let's go Philly, Arizona, since that was probably the furthest away from our memories. Yeah. Casey, do you want to do you want to like kick us off? Philly well, went to Arizona and some things happened. Philly went to Arizona. My wife's a, a big Eagles fan, so, you know, we we're forced to have one of the TVs on the Eagles pretty much every week. The smallest TV, I'm assuming. The bathroom, ter- the bathroom television. Yeah, yeah right. The TV like, with, with the ears on it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's one of those little like old ones that you would keep in the kitchen. It's like <laughs> five and a half inches. Yeah. You know, like like in risky business. Sure. <laughs> and you slide through in your in your socks. That's on your only pants as well. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> Got to put all parlay all those things together. You know, it was another showing by the Cardinals where you know, not a whole lot going on. And then second half, second half Cardinals show up and and here we are. And we have, they make a game of it a little more down AJ Brown, a little more up Devonta Smith here. Dallas Goddard continues to be really solid. Um, Jalen hurts, you know, doing what it takes to, to, to get this team victories here. Kyler with a, a little mishap, maybe at the end of the game there where he thought he had the first down and didn't have the first down. Um, He's a premature slider. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it, some would say that. Um, now, on, the, on OnlyFans, kind of... you definitely edit that out of your content <laughs> if you have any premature sliding, correct? Yeah, sure. sometimes uh, you have to get a body double to slide for you. A hundred percent. What we would never edit out is is the wear the, the wear of a lime green blazer and full double breasted pantsuit pregame that Kyler was uh, deciding to go into. That was just odd. Oh, it was more than odd. That was delightful. I like that suit. You like that suit? I'm going to get it for my wedding. In April. All right, Casey, let me explain this real quick. Ryan used to cover Oklahoma and he has this sort of I mean, it's it's a hard on, but I wanted to be more elegant than that. He has a hard on for a sensation and anything uh, Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray. That's not with. accurate. I actually would have dug Carson Wentz in that suit, too. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're Carson, a fucking maniac. Six foot three Carson Wentz in tiny Kyler Murray's five foot you wouldn't, nine. Suit. You just would have thought it was a leprechaun. It would have looked like capri pants on Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> Bell bottom capri pants. Yeah. He would have Chris so, Farley fat guy in a little coat that jacket. Oh, yeah. Carson right out the bat. Yeah. Since go you're such a big Oklahoma guy. How are you? How are you feeling about both of these guys? Oh, I'm, not an Oklahoma, is, I'm not an Oklahoma ahead. fan. This, uh, OK. All right. Please. All right. Casey, AJ, you're not going to get ahead. anywhere with it. You're not going to get it's It's just not going to okay. happen. I think the Eagles are tough to not discuss right now. Mm-hmm. AJ texted me earlier yeah. <laughs> today and said, we're going to have to have a week where we don't talk about the Eagles. And I was like, well, yeah, I agree. This is not the week because a, uh-huh. their game last week was one of the better games of the week. And their game next week is against the four and one Cowboys. It's tough to not talk about the Eagles right now because they are playing so well at this point, they're probably the third best team in the national football league. And they are playing excellent uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, the Cardinals, have a tendency to play like a quarter and a half of good football interspersed amongst two and a half quarters of absolute horse shit. It's beautiful to watch. <laughs> I would agree. Our uh, query for the group, uh, are we ready to start trusting Jalen Hurts to throw across his body? I saw that and I was like, I'm more comfortable with this than I thought I would be. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got the arm strength. He's always had the arm strength to do it, knowing when to let that ball go. That's a, a maturation process that he has quite obviously, quite obviously embraced uh, this season. Normally, my bikini parts recede from whence they came when I see a quarterback throwing across their body. I did not get that. I, I also finally came to the understanding that I do fear for Devonte Smith's life when he is out there. Oh yeah, I love he he. I mean, he's my beloved sweet baby boy, but he I I'm I'm afraid you know. he does look frail. He looks very small out there. <laughs> yeah. It's really concerning. Uh, Coulter, this one, Casey mentioned it a little more Devonte Smith, a little bit less AJ Brown. It's kind of been a roller coaster in targets and, and receptions with these two guys. Is that something you guys see Colton Casey both continuing throughout the season? Just pick a week, pick a receiver. That's going to be the guy today. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. And Smith played 99% of the snaps last week. Uh, AJ Brown, 74%. I think maybe this was just Philly, you know, throwing away from some coverage that was on Brown. Uh, I think Smith's a great receiver. I, I think both of these guys can coexist week in and week out. I think AJ is still the alpha. I mean, his skill set's a little bit different than Devontae Smith's uh, much larger frame. I don't know. I'm not too concerned about either one of these guys. What do yeah, you think, Casey? I think I think if, if we're gonna if we're gonna keep up the level of play and accuracy and decision making of Jalen Hurts, um, and we're gonna and we're gonna keep in the you know 30, 36 attempt range, and we're gonna funnel most of the targets to Devonta Smith, Goddard, and and AJ Brown, then I think I think we're okay. I think we were a little worried about it going into the season, which is why maybe Devonta Smith got pushed down a little bit. And you know, we saw him kind of be pushed 
out of the equation week one and then kind of the uh, squeaky wheel got the grease and it's continued to really get the grease but you would assume that it's you know maybe sort of after week one or two of of aj brown asserting his dominance in this offense that it's a little bit like what you're seeing in cincinnati where you're maybe bracketing coverage a little bit more towards aj brown still got seven targets in this game did most of his damage in the first quarter maybe even first drive ish and so you know devonta smith you know you got to kind of make a decision and then as well as dallas goddard playing extremely well and then you obviously have the threat of jalen hurts being mobile and, and able to take off at any point in time and miles sanders playing well and a, and a pretty good offensive line so all those things really coming into it's really just hinges on if this play of Jalen Hurts can stay where it's at, then I don't think you really have a concern. And, and you're going to ebb and flow week in, week out with with those guys, just like you would in most offenses. So, no, nah, you know, I, th- I think you're OK. You're just probably going to have to take the good with the bad some weeks and some yeah. weeks they'll both eat. It's a it's a yeah. pick your poison sort of situation for any defense. You you either pick to, you know, cover A.J. Brown and that leaves Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard to do things. You pick, you know, Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and then Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown beat you and you try to cover all three receivers yeah. and then Jalen Hurts beats you by beats you by himself. Well, Casey, it's, Casey brought up something super interesting uh, about Devontae Smith that we'll go over a little a little later when we talk about that game. But 25 passes in a game is the lowest we've seen from Jalen Hurts this year. Uh, the other four games, he's topped 30 which bodes well for the the overall targets that these skilled position players are going to see. So last year, when they would run the ball well, they would just not throw it. Yeah. This year, even if they run the ball well, they're still throwing it. So I think I, I, I think there's like Casey and Colt said, I don't think there's too much to be concerned about here. Yeah, I'm really looking really forward to I'm looking forward to the game where they're really challenged. I want to see what that looks like. Could I'm be looking, this week. Uh, maybe Could uh, be this week. And well, I mean, this week was this week. It's this weird. was a challenge. This yeah. was an absolute challenge. Yeah, sure. Arizona agree. was a challenge, but it wasn't a shootout like a full throttle. You know, I, I, I'd love to see this offense okay. trading trading blows with, yeah, with Buffalo it. or somebody like that. Like that would be cool. We might get that opportunity later uh, in January or February. Oh. I, don't, I don't think next week next week's going to be the shootout. So no, no, it's going to be a gross, no. be a gross endeavor. Uh, let's move on to uh, let's go Cincinnati Baltimore for the Sunday night game. Ryan, I'm raising my hand. Um, Please in the back over there with the cats. Yeah. Uh, a, uh, AJ, um, uh, shall we football podcast? Can you, monthly, can you repeat your, your monthly your publication monthly times um, only Uh So there was one play that blew my fucking mind. And it was the play that Jackson threw the early interception. So I'm going to go over this play. It's like nothing I've ever seen in my entire life. If you remember this, Jackson was in shotgun Dobbins to the right in the backfield, Duvernay in the slot to the left pre-snap motion. Duvernay comes in pitch motion. So he's coming behind Jackson. Jackson takes a snap, turns to his left facing Duvernay fakes this sweet. And then in fucking place, does a 270 degree turn and then fakes facing the line of scrimmage, a counter across his own body to JK Dobbins. So in every play action fake I've ever seen called in which a QB has to turn their back to the line of scrimmage, they always gain depth. They always head away from the line of scrimmage. Think of a bootleg. When they turn around, if they're taken under center, they turn around after they fake the handoff and they run in the other direction, turning their back to the offensive line. I've never seen anyone do that in place in my entire life. Jackson literally did a 360 in place, faking two handoffs, and then threw an interception. (laughs) (laughs) 
No wonder the dude was so fucking confused. Yeah. I've never seen a play like that in my entire life. Me either. Culminated a guy, in a pick. Yeah. If a guy has to turn his back to potentially be broken in half, you always gain depth just to protect yourself. It's how every play is called. But in this one, what I'm thinking was that Duvernay, instead of going in jet motion, coming in front of Jackson, instead he fucked up and went behind him. Or that is the wildest play design I've seen in my entire fucking life. John Harbaugh drawing him up in the sand. John, I, I would love an explanation and how anyone didn't ask at the press conference is beyond me. I, it's like you're trying to get Lamar Jackson murdered into two two people, into, mm. into two halves. No, they don't want to pay him next year. So that's that would that, be that's... a. I don't know. Advantageous for the Ravens. Look, if you're if you if you're found culpable in getting your own quarterback killed on the field, I don't think um, that's going to bode well contractually. (laughs) Well, ask the Dolphins about that. (laughs) Uh, This game, this game was another gross affair to watch. Uh, A lot of the NFL was under siege from the Big Ten. Kevin Warren in charge taking over for the weekend for Roger Goodell. We, we loved the low-scoring affairs. I would love to see some more points going forward. But that being said, Cincinnati had the opportunity to win this football game at the end. But that was like it was an ugly back-and-forth AFC North-style uh, football game. Uh, AJ, th- this is your division. What say you about the totality of the game, not just Lamar Jackson's beautiful pirouetting pick? Yeah, I'm just I, I just I don't blame that on him. Uh, I blame that either on Devin DuVernay or John Harbaugh or possibly God or a Could combination the of the three yeah. Could be the or the lard. This was ugly. Uh, I don't I didn't take too much from this. Uh, in all honesty, I expected a low scoring affair despite explosive Jamar Jackson and uh, explosive Jamar Chase and the rest of the skill position players. It might not look like the pure ground and pound it used to, but this is how the AFC North works still because these teams, as far as talent are, it might be dispersed differently, but they're fairly similar. Yeah, I expect it to be a slugfest. With how much of a struggle uh, Baltimore's secondary has been the last couple of years, Joe Burrow threw for almost 1,000 actual yards last year against the Ravens in two meetings. American yards, that is. That's three whole feet per yard. I, I think that they acquitted themselves nicely against Burrow. Granted, that Cincinnati offensive line is still hot trash. We think they're going to gel eventually. They might not. Well, listen, Gabe Davis finally happened. So that means that the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line can also happen. Gabe Davis happened on my bench. Bad at fantasy. (laughs) That's why I stopped caring a long time ago. I think there's a general consensus out there that um, Zach Taylor may be the right man for head coach, but not for calling plays. Uh, I think that kind of stood out in this game to me a lot. That little uh, shovel pass was some of the most biggest bullshit I've ever seen in my with, entire with life. With your fist, can you, can you chew your food, please? <laughs> <laughs> can you chew that food? I got too excited about that Travis Kelsey looking oh, play. Man. I, 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 know. I get ball. it. I get it. I understand. I yeah, like yeah. yeah. Except you threw it to Stanley Morgan. <laughs> right. <laughs> is he fifth or sixth on the Travis Kelsey is not on your football team, sir. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Stanley I, Morgan I, seems like an Iowa guy, but I think he was from Wisconsin. <laughs> Stand by. You guys discuss. I'll look him up. And they desperately miss T. Higgins. And I think that this game goes a lot differently if T. Higgins is out there. Um, Mike Thomas caught a few balls. Hayden Hurst had a pretty pretty solid performance. Too. He must he muscled one in there. Good guy. He did. Yeah. 
slam dunked it on the goal line. Mixon was in on 70% of snaps. I mean, he looked okay. They they just weren't really running early in the game, and at a point they turned to it. That pick changed the momentum of the game that Lamar threw off that uh, 540 <laughs> play action. Uh, the, the momentum was in the Bengals' favor for quite a while after that. Uh, and I love the usage of Duvernay. I love the, the carries, the right? targets. He, he looked great out there. Casey, did you any did you see anything to precipitate that change in usage to Duvernay coming in as a running back? Was there any indicator here? Uh, not not to me. We've, we've been kind of talking a little bit about Duvernay throughout our throughout the season here. We, we all really like Duvernay. I've, I've really been hoping that he could get in a little bit high, more volume uh, system here. But no, I definitely didn't see any of that kind of coming. But I, I, I definitely am for it. I would like to see more of that. I think he's capable of doing that. He's a really fast, strong player was, was really good at Texas. Uh, really fast. He's tremendously fun to watch. Um, yeah. Um, so it's, it's been, you know, a long road to get where we're at with Duvernay. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but it seems like we're here. No Bateman, but the last week when Bateman was kind of in and out of the lineup and a little banged up, nothing really was telling you that the indicator was that that Duvernay was going to pick up all those snaps necessarily and, and maybe be a little bit more of the focus. But it seemed like he maybe was. And, and you know, at the end of the day, do you want do you want the two or on this offense? I mean, it's, it's typically touchdown or bust, really, for the two on this offense. Right. Um, but, you know, I did like the usage from Duvernay. Now, I wouldn't get com- too comfortable with with him anywhere near my starting lineup. But I think, you know, for the Ravens, I think it's a it's a good play. Yeah, it's worth noting too. J.K. Dobbins forty percent of snaps. Kenyon Drake outsnapped him at forty-two percent. Uh, is this just a preservation thing for Dobbins and just slowly building back trust uh, in his workload? I assume. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Super well left him out last week, of course. So this this coming week, I'm sure he'll he'll crush. But he's gonna he's gonna stay in the lineup for me unless something pops up on the injury. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't. No idea. Just I think this is. The Ravens and their usage of, of players right now seems to be uh, a bit well, perplexing. Yeah. yeah. And Stanley so, Morgan is a graduate of the University of Nebraska, of Nebraska. so it's not much yeah. better than Iowa or Wisconsin. Same colors as Wisconsin. Yeah, that's true. And same results. Yeah. The, for the most part, I fired coaches this year. Beautiful stuff in the Big Ten West. The, you know, I don't know what to make of the Cincinnati offense. I, I wanted them to be so good. Yeah, as did we all. I mean, Mixon not really quite showing up where you where you maybe drafted him and, and what you thought the offensive line, a part of that, the play calling right now doesn't sure. look great. It's not super creative by any means. If T's out there, T balls, if Chase isn't getting the most, you know, the, the best usage, uh, the best design plays to to maybe, you know, he's getting bracketed, doubled, tripled. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta you gotta scheme him in a different way to, to just run some slants just yeah, yeah. just get him going that um, back shoulder ball that he caught late in the game was tremendous yeah right good lord right, right. At, some, at some point it's got to be on them to get chase loose i mean we saw a little bit of a lull from justin jefferson in season um and, and there's no way that people aren't completely scheming him in a similar way to jamar chase uh but you know they're getting creative enough to figure out ways to get jamar chase loose or uh Jefferson loose and and we're not seeing anything from Jamar Chase that we saw last year, you know, basically as we had such high expectations, if if it was almost any other guy, this would be, you know, a nice season. It was sort of like Devonta Smith last year having the rookie season that he had. If 
Jamar Chase wasn't out there doing what he was doing. Up fifteen hundred yards on right. 75, 75 probably, catches. Probably would have got a little more love for Devonta Smith in his rookie season. Um, but you know, that's just kind of what it is. So, so I'm, I, I think I'm a little more concerned with Lamar Jackson in this Ravens offense right now. Than, yeah, I am too. No doubt. Very anything, much but, so. It, it took them a little bit to get going last season as well. They peaked at the right time at the end right. of this, at the end of the year, had a little bit of a cupcake walk to the Super Bowl in the playoffs, but maybe they'll get their offense going, uh, going forward in the season, maybe a little later. Uh, November is on the way. Uh, Las Vegas at Kansas City, the Monday night game, significantly closer than I believed. Uh, are the Raiders the best one in four team in the history of football? I'd say that's pretty lofty, but I mean, I don't think it's out, outside of, I mean, they, they played poorly for the first portion of the season. Now, all of a sudden, this offensive line seems to be a little bit better, at least uh, seem to be slightly better in pass protection and certainly much better in the run game and figuring out that, hey, we need to use Josh Jacobs as our primary guy instead of this foolishness of bringing in a bunch of jabronis who clearly are not at the skill level of uh, Josh Jacobs. Show some wiggle. Is the last right. couple of weeks that he's, is different right and he, he he's good he's been good he can pe- catch passes there's no reason to really substitute him out and it seemed the formula it was nice to see it go from week to week and not be you know sort of like the jk dobbins where you know you're like what what's going on here why is Kenyon drake getting getting run after jk dobbins looking all right after his his return obviously one guy's coming back from an injury and one guy isn't uh but you know they rode jacobs into what easily could have and maybe should have been a victory here um and just bad bad defense in the second half couldn't yeah. couldn't get a stop i don't know how you're letting kelsey score four times um you know I, I, i'm not really sure i guess it's okay to go for two there near the end of that game don't love um, it why 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 it's a division rival so part of me says hey but you're also struggling as a team and you, you kind of like hey let's just Let's keep playing and let's see what happens. Um, and now I get it. You haven't been great in the second half um, and you were pretty decent in the first half. There was a big um, drive at the end of the first half there with, a, I believe, a penalty to keep that drive moving forward where they got a, a like a 59 yard field goal for the Chiefs did to end wow. that half, which I think really uh, kind of woke them up a little bit and propelled them in into the second half of, of getting where they got to. Um, but man, that, that one was right there for, for the Raiders to have. And, and they, and they blew it. Uh, Devante was, was sick with himself, not catching that uh, third down grab. I was going to bring up the third down ball. If he catches uh, that ball, we're, we're having a different discussion because that's yep. a pretty makeable field goal from that spot. Yeah. So that's a tough one there. They were also gifted um, an extension of a drive. By 100%. The terrible, oh, that was awful. terrible call there. Yeah. But um, there was also a terrible call. Seemingly terrible maybe a make call. call. Um, for the Chiefs um, on on two drives uh, later in the game there that that seemingly really kept things rolling for them that were seemed to be really ticky tack calls yeah. so an atrociously officiated game all around yeah and the pull and shoot on the kick that just gave yeah. Kansas City a new set of downs and a touchdown I mean, yep right yep that just a horribly officiated game. I think it was pretty obvious visually that Kansas City was the better the better football team. Yeah, but the, the Raiders had every opportunity to win the to win the game. Um, and if you know if Devonta Adams pulls in that pass on third down, they have an opportunity to win by two. And a photographer probably doesn't file a lawsuit for assault. <laughs> Facts. 
<laughs> Josh Jacobs looked badass last night. Yeah, this two weeks in a row, he looks like. I mean, I've always thought Jacobs is a pretty good player. Um, and you know, you, you drafted him in, in that kind of running back dead zone this year, and and I kind of stayed away because the body of work, uh, you know, the player profile, uh, the player that I love, it's just the, the fantasy points haven't really been translating. But it's two weeks in a row; he's been smashing. Yeah, out of one percent of snaps, twenty-one carries, hundred fifty yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he, yeah, career he, career day for him. Yep. Do you guys think that continues? Maybe not to that extent, but does that continue throughout the season? Uh, do the Raiders continue to ride Josh Jacobs? I think so. Well, it was nice to see it carry from from one game to another, um, mm-hmm. and and it put them again. They won the last one and put them in the position to win this one. So, you know, why really change anything? I think really the you know the pretty much outside of maybe Derek Carr and in your super flex leagues being a, a bit of a disappointment with the high expectations of this offense. I think, you know, it, it's really Darren Waller is the big yeah. disappointment. You know, Kyle Pitts gets all the, I drafted him the both. biggest <laughs> disappointment, but right now, Darren Waller, now he's potentially missing time has been, yep. you know, thought he would be, you know, Hey, Devante, maybe, maybe he does get a target share, 26%, 30%, even maybe some weeks. And we've seen it even higher a couple of times, but you would assume that, that, you know, Darren Waller was getting the chase, uh, the Jamar Chase treatment last year for the Raiders. You watch those games and he was just being chased around by three dudes because they didn't have anybody else. And then Hunter Renfro would just eat underneath. You were thinking now that, you know, Devontae would get that treatment. Maybe you could get a little Darren Waller uh, yep. kind of getting a little bit more of the Renfro treatment of just, hey, you got to one on one. him. good luck. And it just hasn't hasn't uh, really turned out to be anything. But I feel like since Kyle Pitts has been so. Uh, so much of a bummer that he hasn't gotten uh, too much flack yet. And he, he probably should be kind of right there with, yeah. obviously yeah. he's not 21 um, and everybody's favorite tight end, but um, so that's definitely a bummer right there. Are, are the Raiders a better team at one and four than the giants are at four and one? Yes. Mm. I don't think so. No, I think they're, yeah. I think they're a more talented team. I think the yes. giants are infinitely better coached. Yeah, that's a hundred. That's my thoughts. Well, pretty much exactly. I, yeah. I don't know. It, well, I mean, if you're if you're talking about the totality of the team, I mean, we've been adding first round draft picks left and right to the Giants' defense. Between, I mean, they've lost a few, but Dexter Lawrence is is mm-hmm. still there. Thibodeau is mm-hmm. is brand new. Now we've got Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas along right. the front line, and they started to add some guys. It looked like doo doo. Yeah, but I mean, if you're talking, <laughs> if you're talking about raw talent. Um, it's still got to be molded. And the thing about the Raiders, we've got an entirely different offensive line, basically, and it it coincided with the resurgence in their rush in their running game uh, last week. So I actually think this might be sustainable. Maybe yeah. not so much to this degree, but I think the running game is back, and Josh Josh Jacobs is going to become more of a a viable option to count on weekly. Let me put it this way: he's more viable now. Sure. They're going to win some football games. They've got some winnable ones coming up. Got Texans, Saints, Jaguars, Colts, Broncos again, Seahawks. They could potentially come out of there with one more loss in there. Um, Not sure who that's going to come to because all of those are very winnable, especially with the version of the Raiders we saw. All right. We have some potential dynasty discussion coming up with Colt and Casey. You guys have things to say about games that played and players that did things and their future impact. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Casey, I was thinking, you know, it, it's week six. Um, it's it's about time. You know, I'm assessing some of my rosters, uh-huh. looking at contention, tear it down, productive struggle, things like that. Do you feel like that's a pretty uh, fair shake? Like we're getting into the, you know, depending on record and whatnot. 
when do you start taking a look at that stuff? Yeah. I mean, now, now's when you start, I mean, I've, I've been taking inventory all, all year to see where you're at. You kind of know if you're a bad team coming in, um, yeah. you know, and even if maybe you pulled out some games, you're, you're, you're probably still, you know, starting to really everything in the league is going to start to loosen up a little bit. Um, the, the good teams are going to start trying to add, be more willing to add veterans at this point. Uh, whereas, you know, maybe you, that price tag for, you know, a Dalvin cook like player who's, you know, just had a nice week for a, a, a team that might be on the downslide. Maybe, you know, you can start looking to move cook in the next week or two, but yeah, week, week six, probably a good time. You see that one and four out there, you know, two and three with, you know, low, low amount of points. Yeah. Um, no, I, th- I think this is, this is right around the, the appropriate time to start really kind of taking inventory, sending feelers out, seeing, seeing, who's interested in doing what some, and some people don't take inventory and sometimes you can catch some people sleeping right now who think that they're, they're good. And this is where you could maybe you got a better chance of getting a pick that is, is going to be a little uh, higher of a pick come uh, draft time because somebody was delusional in their, um, you know, expectations. Right. Right. I've heard you guys say it uh, this summer on the live streams. And some of the mock drafts about, you know, purchasing a veteran running back in mm-hmm. a startup versus in season could be a lot cheaper because you got these guys who think they're going to contend or their team's better than it is. You can cash in on an Eckler cheaper in season than you can right. in a startup. Uh, just run a couple names by real quick, just kind of see where your temperature is with a couple guys. Where, where are you at on mixing? Is he a buy for you right now? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, depends where you're going, but um I could be okay with it, but you know, I'm if it's anywhere in in the first realm, um, first round realm, I'm I'm gonna pass. All right, um, that's fair. But you know, just a little, little bit older, he's kind of right in that medium uh, area of of running backs. I believe he's 26. Um, yep. So, uh, you know, 27. You were hoping I was. I would be really. I thought coming into the season, I'd be saying, yeah, for sure, if I was. A, I'd be trying to buy Mixon right now, but I, just that offense is just—it's not giving you anything that you're excited about. Um, yeah. So um, that's that's probably a little bit more of a sell on a on a medium to to not great team to see if I can to see what I can go fish around for because he hasn't been absolutely awful, but he certainly hasn't been scoring where I thought he would be. Yeah, I, I guess it could be—you know—you could look at it as a, a buying lower point, right? Yeah, uh, if you believe they can get that offense turned around, um, the skill set. I mean, he caught quite a bit of balls last year. I mean, if if they get right, it could be a nice buy. But I, I kind of think I'm staying away as well. How do you feel uh, on uh, George Pickens right now? How aggressive are you on him? Um, I I would be fairly aggressive. I'm pretty comfortable. You know, that that's a guy that I just happen to really like, and I don't have to really like a guy to be aggressive on him. But when those two things meet up, um, that I, that I do really enjoy the player. I think he's just got something different than than your average bear um, or stealer, rather. Um, you know, so I, I could be obviously you paid a first, so um, you're probably not getting him for a first at this point. So you probably do have to trade a little extra in there. Um, but I'd, I'd be, I'd be fairly comfortable getting pretty aggressive. I don't know what, how, how aggressive is aggressive for you. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe a first and a piece, a small piece, a little cherry on top. Oh yeah. I mean, like I'd, I'd, I'd trade you, uh, you know, shit. I mean, 
maybe like a like a ceh and a first and try to get a little something back there you go there you go yeah i think that could work all right, take your wheeling and dealing elsewhere. We've got games to talk about <laughs> Let's right do after it. this right, break. Let's get it. This is week six picks against the spread. AJ, do you have your our records handy? I do have our records. Would you like me to read them? That's not, Please a, do. That's it not was an actual a, question. I'm going to read them. It was a tough week last week. All right, Ryan, brace yourselves, boys. Don't tell your families about this. Ryan, not you were 4-11-1 and one last week. Yikes. That brings you to 37-40-3. Not to be outdone, I was 3-12-1, and one, bringing me to 32-45-3. Casey was talking about some people being at 60%. I wish I could even fathom what that feels like. Colt, you were 4-11-1. and one. There's no need for that. Uh, Colt, <laughs> you are now 39-38-3. Uh, our guest, Justin Chase, uh, was 6-9-1. Congratulations, you bastard. And Coach Craig was 5-10-1, bringing the overall guest record to 36-41-3. Casey, bar not very high. Let's go to some games. Yeah, uh, so we're going to start with the Thursday night game, obviously, because that is the first. We have even money with our Red Hogs and the hot shit Chicago Bears. Hot shit, not in the good way. Actually, a hot steaming pile of shit, which is this entire game. We'll be watching Game of Thrones instead, but we still have to pick it. Coulter, you go first. Uh, give me the bears at home here. Even line. All right. Pick them. Casey. Can you guys read me? I can't. The screen for us is all the way on the other side and it's kind of small. Can you read me what it is? What it is? Sure. You got uh, Washington versus Chicago. This is an even pick them game. No points either way. This is in Chicago on Thursday night. I'll take the commanders. Mm, beloved Red Hogs on this here podcast, sir. AJ. <laughs> um, uh, give me the not commanders, i.e. the bears. Mm. I am going to take the, the beloved Red Hawks as well in this one. Uh, 49ers Falcons. Casey, this is your team. Please tell us why the 49ers are going to trounce the Atlanta what, Falcons. What's the line? Five, five and a half. 49ers favored by five and a half. Where are we Home at? Dogs Atlanta? In Atlanta. Um, well, I mean, I'm not going to say that they're going to trounce the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to, I'm going to, the, the, we've talked all, off air. It's been floated around all over Twitter and anywhere else. The Falcons have been a, a nitty gritty, dirty team. And they're, they're the only undefeated team against the spread. Um, I, I'm going to assume that the Niners are probably staying East coast. Cause that's a move that they do a lot when they have these kind of trips. Um, so they probably, I don't know if they went home or not. They might be staying kind of somewhere semi-close so they don't have to make the trip back um so that i think that that favors in the niners favors and not have to go back and forth and back and forth um but you know the key for the niners is, is always going to be defense just suffered a loss with emmanuel uh mosley uh he's out for the year so that's a, that's a decent loss for them got to monitor uh both to see where he's going to be at because uh, he left that game lost a couple other pass rushers uh through there um but man not i, I this that's a tough, I think that's going to be a tough game, man. I don't disagree. Who's your pick? I mean, I'll take the Niners just because <laughs> <laughs> why not? There's no money on it. I, yeah. I mean, if, if, you know, I'll go Niners. All right. Coulter. I'm going to go Niners here too. I, I think this is the team that will buck that uh, trend of five weeks in a row covering the spread. And it's hard to kind of go against that when, when you keep seeing it hit and just, just stay in the flames. But uh, I, th I think Shanahan and Debo, offensively plus Jeff Wilson looked great last week and we had a Tevin Coleman 
Tevin Same Coleman as well. I Shanahan loves that dude. Indiana Hoosier Tevin Coleman. He's since been bumped back down to the practice squad. If they activate him again, he will have to stay on that <laughs> That's roster. So rude. <laughs> That's so rude. Um, Atlanta is a gritty team, though, man. But Drake London's banged up. Kyle Pitts coming off a hamstring. I don't know if either of those guys play. I don't know. Atlanta looks like they just want to run the fucking ball with like five different guys. So uh, that's cool. I mean, just be competitive the way you can. But uh, I don't know if Trent Williams will make this game either. And to Casey's point, if they stayed East Coast, that's a huge uh, favorable matchup for them, too, because having to, for a one o'clock game from a West Coast team, two weeks Advantage? straight. Yeah. Well, if they stay East Coast, advantage. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Give me the Niners. Yeah. Uh, if you stayed in Atlanta, that's a distinct disadvantage. Just <laughs> ask the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> okay. I liked that joke, too. I did. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like what Arthur Smith is doing with this team. It's kind of like do whatever you got to do. They had a realistic opportunity to win the football game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week, if not for an absolutely atrocious call. Uh, keeping Tom Brady uh, healthy, wealthy, and still old. Uh, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna pick the Falcons to cover the spread. That five and a half is a rat line that I do not like one bit. Moving on, Patriots versus Browns. Real Browns? quick, real quick, the, the Please, Niners yeah. are indeed staying in Greenbrier, uh, West Virginia. I believe that is. Mm, uh, that is a delightful area of the country. I've been there. They're Ryan staying in the bunker. From there. Yeah, they're staying in the bunker uh, in which they expected to house Congress uh, in the case of nuclear warfare. Oh, well, give me the um, Niners even bigger. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, in the case of nuclear warfare, I am going to take the Atlanta Falcons, if you don't mind. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I for- yeah, I thank you very much. Pick Greenbrier versus nuclear warfare. I'm taking nuclear warfare. I'll give me Greenbrier and the, and <laughs> the points. All day, I'll give you white, all the points. White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, the best of America. All right. Patriots versus Browns. Browns favored by three in Cleveland. Uh, Patriots put up 29 last week with Bailey Zappi, uh, the immortal, illustrious and very handsome Bailey Zappi. Uh, Browns still favored by three. Uh, AJ, let's start with you since I almost forgot you last time. Yeah, thanks. Uh, for you not remembering me, the present I wanted most was for you to throw me under the bus and pick first. So thank you very, very much. I wanted you to feel remembered. Uh, I do. Uh, give me the Browns. Give me the Browns. Give me the running game. Okay, Casey. So we got we got Browns. We got the Patriots home. in, in, in Cleveland. Cleveland. Patriots coming off a big one. Maybe, you know, they usually take the first that first part of the season to kind of figure out what where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are. And maybe we just saw that in in week uh, five there against the best offense in the league. Um, Belichick's also had Jared Goff's number pretty much every time they've played. But we're back to Jacoby Brissett. He's had some time in in New England, if I'm not mistaken. He did. I'll take the Pats. Oh, I like that. Juicy. Coulter, I'm going to go Browns. Very nice. Uh, uh, succinct. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to go Patriots as well, because I believe the Browns are a fucking mess. Uh, and the Patriots are still Ooh. Bill Belichick coached. Right. Uh, early, early line movement of open three and a half. Moving 65%, 65% on Patriots and going down. Yep. Um, so that's, that's we are uh, beholden to the numbers we are given on Tuesday night of game week we don't know anything about questionable players uh and it kind of stinks 
just doing this on Tuesday. <laughs> a little bit. Little this bit. is the life we chose. Yeah. Uh, Jets and Packers. Packers at home, favored by a full touchdown. Uh, I think the Jets cover that. I'll just go ahead and take the take the reins there. Uh, Jets cover the seven. Colt. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick Jets cover too, man. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. It is. Uh, give me the Packers. Yeah, I'll take. JC. I'll take the Packers too at seven. That opened nine and a half. Jumped down to seven. Money's on. Money's on Jets right now. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take the Packers bouncing back. Um, there has been. There was a little pa- Jet slander from G or Alexander after the game, and saying if you know they'll really have a problem if they can't beat the Jets. So maybe the Jets. Maybe that's bulletin board material. Yeah. Uh, the Jets hung forty on Miami last week, so I'm <laughs> bullish on on the Jets. Uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take a Aaron and and Romeo and Lazard getting this thing right um, and and see that kicking the shit out of the Jets. Is it because you almost look like a Aaron? <laughs> that's, I am going to that's going to be my evolution of haircuts. I'm going to go from con air to mullet to slick back. And, I like that you a know, lot. When do you incorporate the man bun Casey in that timeline? Um, I mean, I, I go man bun, you know, some Sundays just because you, know, you got three or four TVs going. You can't have the hair you whipping know. and lashing. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Culture, you picked the Jets in that one. I did. I very well may regret that, but you kind of you, you zipped out on me. I just wanted to make sure I got that right. I heard Brees falling assumed. All right. Jaguars, Colts, Indianapolis favorite at home by two. Yet another rat line in this one, AJ. Again, you forgot me, and now you're throwing me the bus twice. I'm switching around who goes give me, first. Give me, give me the Jaguars. Ooh, tasty, Casey. I'll take the Jags. Um, they've had the Colts number, uh, regardless of where they've been playing for, I think, the last six meetings. Yep. Um, so I'll, I'll take I'll take the Jags here, although it could be the one that bucks the trend. Uh, that that Indio line is just absolute so hot fucking garbage. So um <laughs> And, you know, the, what what the Jags are where their strength is, is, is you know, Josh Allen and and Walker. Um, so I'm, I'll, I'll take the Jags, uh, given given Indy one more uh, thumping. Yeah, I'm also taking the Jaguars. Matt Ryan is 38 going on 900 because of that offensive line. Coulter. Yeah, I'm going Jags, too. For everything you guys said, the, the history against the Colts is really good uh, recently. Uh, good bounce back spot for Trevor. I think I said that again last week. Uh, I hope the, I'm not wrong. The, the GRG. Uh, that not going to say that. Not going to say that. <laughs> so I'm glad you just abbreviated it. Um, yeah, I mean, we got ETN coming on a little bit here too. Let, let's see some more snaps. Um, I mean, a big J Rob fan too. It's amazing what he's been able to do coming off that Achilles. Uh, will we see Jonathan Taylor? Not sure. The O line looks like dog shit. Uh, yeah, give me the Jacks. All right, this is one we were going to talk about. Am I correct, AJ? Vikings and Dolphins. Dolphins. It, it isn't, dogs. and you aren't correct. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about uh, the Buccaneers going to Pittsburgh and giving, I like how we're just eight, skipping giving, around willy nilly as I got my eight, spreadsheet in order. Eight points. Yeah, let's do that. Buccaneers, Pittsburgh. This uh, should be fairly quick, I think. Steelers, Give me the box if you dogs. don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, let's do Can that, I have the box? Casey. Where do we just, where, where we just go to? Buccaneers, Steelers. AJ decided to bounce around willy nilly in no particular order. It's his ADHD. He can't help it. He He's a Steelers fan. He can do that. I'm a Steelers <laughs> fan. Not to mention it is also at the top of the screen, uh, just underneath the Thursday night game. If you're paying attention, good sir. Yeah, on my screen, it is the 11th game on the list. What mm-hmm. do you have that number at? Uh, it is 
Tampa Bay favored by eight Steelers home dogs at whatever the fuck they call that stadium field. Uh, minus eight. Aquasure. It's Aquasure. Uh, yeah, either way, it's not. Aquasure? It's Heinz Field. It's Aquafor. It's Aquafor Stadium. I like that. <laughs> A lot of butt cream. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. I'll take the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. Plus oh, eight. Casey, no. <laughs> no. Coulter. Uh, I picked the Steelers to cover last week. I don't think I can do it again against the Bucks. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go to Tampa Bay here. I want to pick the Steelers real bad, but this is one I don't feel super comfortable with. So I'm going to pick the Bucks because I can't lose ground if I do that. <laughs> you like that? Strategically. Yeah. Very nice. Let's head to let's head to Miami. All right. Vikings, Dolphins, Miami, home dogs, Minnesota favored by a field goal. We're not sure about Tua. We're not sure about Teddy. If we've got Skylar Thompson, I am less than enthusiastic about this line. This one for me, kind of a toss up. What are we feeling, uh, Coulter? I'm going to go Vikings, man. I, 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 like Casey mentioned earlier, I love the way they're scheming Jefferson looks in, in all different ways over the field. He looks unstoppable. Um, hell, he might throw a touchdown this week, too. Mm. Uh, cousins on the road, I don't love that. Um, one o'clock yeah. Cousins is fine. One o'clock, one o'clock cousins, cousins is fine. You're right. You're right. Exactly. It's a good, yeah. good time frame. But I, there's a lot of question marks on this Dolphins team right now on the defense, too. I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Minnesota and feel kind of safe doing so. All right, Casey. I'll take the Vikings as well, basically just because of the unsured quarterback position there um, for, the, for the Dolphins and, you know, getting Dalvin rolling a little bit last week um, and, and seeing him look look pretty decent. Jefferson. Kirk playing pretty well, uh, so I'll take the Vikes. Yeah, I really liked what I saw to Dalvin Cook as well. Uh, and if we get Kansas State legend Skylar Thompson, who was there for almost as long as Kenny Pickett was at the University of Pittsburgh, uh, we may be in for a long one down in Miami. Give me, uh, give me Minnesota. AJ? Uh, for exactly what Casey said, give me Minnesota. If we don't know what they're going to roll out there, um, for the Dolphins, a quarterback, then give me the give me the the one o'clock sure thing of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, clean sweep there. Uh, Bengals Saints Bengals favored in Nolens by a point and a half. Basically a pick 'em unless they win by one, and then it's not a pick 'em. That's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> then that's bullshit. Casey, um, I'll take Saints in New Orleans. Um, just getting, I guess, a little bit of a one point, or is that what you said? One and a half. Yeah, it's a, half. a real slap. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Saints. I'd love to see Jameis out there. Um, they'll find a way to keep this thing dirty and uh, I think keep the Bengals offense off kilter a little bit. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll take this. Thing. All right, AJ. Uh, give me the Bengals. Okay, Coulter. I'm going to roll Bengals too. Definitely tough to go down and play in New Orleans. Um, I, I, this this Bengals team's got to get back on track, man. I mean, I don't think Taysom Hill is going to score four touchdowns again this week. That was pretty cool. Um, I, I think he'll still be out there playing package scenarios, but uh, I'll take Bengals. Sure. Uh, Taysom, Taysom Hill is good for one Taysom Hill game every season. Uh, and then it kind of shows the cards a little bit uh, and, and gives teams something to, A, think a little bit more about, but B, also scheme against. I don't think Taysom Hill is going to have as big an impact. Give me the Bengals as well. Uh, I, I think they can score points on that turf down there. Almost uh, all the money is on the Bengals currently. Yeah, give me the yeah. Bengals. And, and I'm, I'm not sure it's going to be super close, 
I think the disparity between a decent team in the AFC and a decent team in the NFC is is more substantial than what the words indicate. Ravens, Giants, Baltimore favored by five at the Meadowlands. AJ. Oh, geez. Um, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I appreciate you throwing me under the bus on, uh, under uh, at every turn possible. Uh, of course. It's my, it's my, deal. give me, give me the Ravens. Cole. I don't guys. I don't want to argue in front of company. So <laughs> <laughs> if you'd asked me to pick this game three or four weeks ago, it'd be a no brainer Ravens sure. for me. The giants are playing tough, man. Their defense is quietly pretty damn good. Dayball's got these guys playing up, man. Like, Lamar's had a pretty, uh, his last two games have not been anything like astronomical. I mean, his nuclear start. Uh, and it, You're trying to talk yourself into it. I, I am, but I can't do it, man. It, Justin Tucker wins it out. Uh, give me the Ravens. Casey. I'll take the G, man. Nice. Plus the I love points. That. I give love me the that. points. I love give it. me the points, too. Brian uh, Dable is well on his way to being NFL coach of the year if he keeps doing what he's doing with this dog shit Giants team. Give me the G, man, as well. Panthers, Rams. Rams favored by 10 and a half at SoFi. Uh, that's a lot of points, Casey. Yeah. This is, it's interesting because <laughs> usually after the coach gets fired, you get one game where they get up. The dead cat game. And the Rams... The Rams, uh, the Rams, oh, is is pretty. O line is pretty piss poor. If the, if the Panthers could just get get you know keep the trend up and keep the uh, pressure on, I think you could actually see the, the Panthers really just kind of maybe close this gap a little bit and have it. I mean, but in good in good conscience, I think I just got to take the Rams here. Mm, safe pick, safe pick, Colt. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go Rams here in L.A. I mean, it's <laughs> P.J. Walker is going to start. Uh, I, I don't feel great about I that. No, you know, never mind the the fervor of getting up. The coach gets canned. Austin. I mean, that's definitely a real thing. But uh, I just I don't really see a scenario where Carolina and Nah Rams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I'm with Casey. I don't think my conscience will actually allow me to pick the Panthers, so I have to go Rams. Mind you, Casey, we're down here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess nobody cares that much. So give me the Rams. <laughs> I really want a quite literal dead cat bounce uh in this one after the firing of matt rule uh, none of us are panthers fans colt is a born panthers and raised fan. north carolina i'm, I'm a default proxy. panthers fan do i keep up with him sort of not by really. proxy yeah the uh, opened open eight and a half all the a lot of the money's on carolina side it's up to ten and a half yes it is interesting <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. That number keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh, the Rams have also been less than impressive this season, to say the very least. Still going to pick. Technically, Rams. I guess that number really... should be going down if everyone's on the Panthers. So that's that's interesting. Right? I want yeah. I, I want to put an asterisk next to this, uh, but I won't. This, this number's on steroids. Uh, Cardinals, Seahawks, Battle of the Birds in the NFC West. Cardinals favored on the road in Seattle by a field goal. Coulter, who wins this game and by how much? Seattle Ooh. by six. Ooh, he's picking the sea yeah. chickens. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle. Gino's hot right now. <laughs> Gino is you know, on a heater. He looks fucking good too. This I don't. I, I've been really weary. Like this is a total mirage, you know. But I, it's not. The, the more I watch, the more I can. It, he looks. <sighs> he looks legit, man. I, it's not. That last was it. Second touchdown to Lockett. That was a fucking dime. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Casey, that ball to, to, to Tyler Lockett in the midst of the three yeah. Saints defenders on the ballot for throw of the year. So I'll far. take the Cardinals big. 
<laughs> Cardinals big. Love it. AJ. Uh, is DeAndre Hopkins back in two weeks, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Either way, way, either way, give me the Seahawks. Yikes. Either way, give me the Seahawks. I'm also taking the Seahawks. I just, I, I don't trust the Cardinals right now. It's Kyler Murray and a bunch of Target employees out there. <laughs> wearing the red shirts and everything. All right, boys, game of the week. Bills, Chiefs, Buffalo favored by a field goal at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead, this mm-hmm. is Buffalo mm-hmm. still the three-point favorite, which, you know, neutral site means it's a six-point Buffalo advantage. Is Buffalo that much better than Kansas City, Casey? I don't think so. I don't think um, so either. Home, I mean, this is kind of the revenge game here. Thanks for coming to me first. I'm You're welcome. I guess, but whatever. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, Casey, I tried my best. <laughs> I'm just doesn't listen. We can, just we can give you a pass. Come back. <laughs> I, I, man, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Bills getting it done. The Bills it is for Casey. I'm also going to take the Bills. I love what that football team is doing, and they are riding as high as they can possibly ride right now, uh, offensively and defensively. Granted, they were going against Kenny Pickett in his first start in the National Foosball League. Uh, Give me the Bills currently, plus the points. Coulter. I'm going Bills, too. Uh, The revenge revenge game narrative. Oh, uh, no. Looms large over this. Oh, not from, this again. From that laid the figurative GRG on it. Still didn't say it. Didn't say it. Uh, it's it's, it's implied. Yeah, they're as right as they. I, can I know Buffalo's. They're they're a total wagon right now. Uh, yeah. And the Chiefs, Chiefs look good too. I mean, they they still have some chinks in the armor. The Bills are explosive right now. And then Josh Allen. I mean, I don't know, man. He's he's playing out of his mind. Uh, give me the Bills, AJ. Uh, give me the Bills. The Chiefs' defense wow. is bad. Uh, yeah. The Bills' de- the Bills' defense is good, uh, and the offenses are kind of a wash. You can make a case either way. I'd still take the Bills. So overall, I'm taking the Bills. There is Mahomes' magic uh, going on at, at Arrowhead these days. Uh, there is also Josh Allen' magic sweeping the entire country wherever he doth land his six foot seven ass uh, in whatever stadium. He is taking your ass and kicking it directly out of it. That dude is an absolute beast. I'm very excited for this football. He got his game. own coffee now too. Get the fuck out! Of oh, he, he, own, fin- he finally he made it. I'm glad yeah, to see the guy he's finally got his own it. cereal, his own coffee. I mean, dude, where does what's next? Get the yeah. fuck out! Well, uh, gentlemen, I don't know if we've ever actually publicized this, but I do own a box of Josh Allen's cereal. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. opened it because one day it'll be worth millions. I, I cousin have a cereal. A box and he myself also has a coffee. If you want Josh a, Allen's coffee, get it. I think it's it. in a in a K cup mod as well. Oh my God, is it really? Yep. Real, real, bi- real bits of Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, made with real bits of Josh Allen. It will not last long in my house because my dad can't differentiate between that and the Folgers. <laughs> it would definitely get opened. What with the eyesight and the not with having the, the what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, another great game this week: Cowboys Eagles. This division is startlingly good this year, fellas. We went into it feeling very lukewarm, as always, even if you will. Yeah, Uh, as is tradition, surprisingly delightful. Uh, And with Cooper Rush at the helm, the Cowboys are four and oh, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Eagles favored by five at home, by the way. Juicy. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, it's it's really strange seeing the Giants at four and one, too. Casey, your voice changed. I'll jump in here on this one. That's Dallas defense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to spare both you and AJ from going first. Mm. Uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take Philly at home. I think they can call their shot a little more offensively uh, if they want to go run heavy, if they want to pepper AJ Brown with targets, if they want to run Jalen Hurts. I mean, I think they can beat you in so many ways right now where Dallas feels a little one dimensional. Now, 
Yeah, Cooper Rush, 4 no. He's 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 playing on the backside of that defense, especially last week in LA. But if we get Dak back this week, which there's potential, he's be his first game back um, from the thumb injury. So I don't know. The, the Cowboys' offensive line gives me concern uh, against that de- defensive line for Philly. Uh, I think Philly's momentum headed back home to. Uh, I think I'll give it to the Eagles here. AJ, uh, I. I'm, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I, I need them to give me reasons not to trust them. So I'm going to run with them until they do. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a very fair assessment, Casey. Um, uh, we'll see where Micah Parsons. It's a great point. Uh, this past week, he's a big part of what goes on on that Cowboys defense. I've taken the boys in the points here, but I, I, I do. I like the idea of, of what uh, I believe Colt said, that, that I think the Eagles can be in a little bit more control of their destiny in this game. Um, if they if they can kind of you know solidify that pat or kind of stop that pass rush a little bit from from the Cowboys, um, I think the Eagles can can go out there and and win this one pretty big and make a statement and basically force Dak back uh, the following week. So yeah. I'll take the Eagles. I think this is absolutely exactly what Casey said. This is a big time statement game for Philadelphia, um, especially with oh God. Both these fan bases are atrocious. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Neither deserve good things. Uh, uh, but I don't. I think even if Dak, Colt, you said there's a potential that Dak plays. That's what they were saying last week. I haven't yeah, really I read up on it. Matters. Matters. I don't, I, think I don't either. Matters. I think it would be worse if he does. Potentially, honestly. yeah. I think the Eagles are that much better than this Cowboys team, even with Dak back, especially if Micah Parsons doesn't play. The Eagles is the, the Eagles can pick how they want to beat you. And if one way is not working, they have five other ways that mm-hmm. they can beat you. Give me the Eagles. I think they win by a full tutter in this guy. I, I love that pick by all of us. Well done, fellas. That well done, pick. us. Yeah, that was an excellent mm. pick. Uh, Broncos <laughs> Chargers and what is destined to be another woeful performance by Russell Wilson in primetime. Colt, this is Broncos at Chargers. The line is Chargers by five. five. Chargers oh. by five at home and so far. So it's a home game for Denver. Okay. Um, <laughs> give me the Chargers. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to trust Russ in, until I see it for a couple of weeks. Uh, I think he can bounce back, but it's not going to be for, I don't know, three to five weeks. So the shoulder injury, lost Garrett Bowles for the year, left tackle, uh, the, the coaching, everything about this team screams uh, disheveled. So I'm going to go with my boy, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. AJ. Uh, I have some concerns with what the Chargers defense is amounting to this year yep. uh, in, in light of all the major additions. We've got some injuries, but uh, yeah, I don't trust Russell Wilson at all. Ryan's um, not hatred, but he thinks he's a, what is it? Aggressively average yep. is what he believes Russell Wilson is. It's beginning to rub off. So give me the Chargers. I'm not too thrilled about that pick, though. All right, Casey. Um, I'll take the Broncos plus five. Um, not not a fun, sexy pick. Uh, Russell Wilson certainly not showing you a whole lot here. Uh, but I, you know, the Chargers' offensive line's a little banged up. Although you know, as well as the Broncos, but the the Broncos' D is 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 bit lost some pieces in this last game. Um, but the Broncos have have also found a way to kind of muddy all these games up. And and while they're losing, they're losing by a, a fairly tight margin. Um, I think they can get the run game going and find enough big plays uh, to maybe not win this game, but keep it within five. 
that was you said something important for my pick the broncos can muddy it up and they have You're been right. wonderful at doing that and i have some serious concerns about the chargers defense as well the broncos will be able to run the football the question is going to be whether melvin gordon can keep from fumbling the ball directly back to them uh i think like the chargers I, I think the chargers <laughs> win but i'm picking the broncos to cover the points uh, it'll be I totally another. see that too it's yeah. going to be impossible to watch all of it, and I'm very excited for it. I do want to clarify on my disheveled uh, team take that more so applied for the offense. Uh, yeah. No no, no shade thrown towards the defense. That Broncos defense is the fucking truth, though. Yeah, they, they are really, really good. Um, I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring, ugly affair. Give me the Broncos with the points. All right, Casey, now's your time to shine. It's the pronunciation game. These are words Evan can't say. He's tried. It didn't go great. You may not opt out of any of these. You must attempt them all. The first is Clemson's quarterback. We believed he was going to be the number one overall draft pick in 2023, I believe. Uh, we, he may still get drafted. I think he's played his way back into the draft, but mm -hmm. uh, what's his name? Well, it's Clemson, not Clemson. Depends on where you <laughs> um, <laughs> DJ Uyunglele. That is Beautiful. correct, sir. Well, Beautifully done. fuck me. I think that's the, <laughs> the second or third time someone has gotten that off the bat. Well done, sir, with confidence, too. Uh, this next fella is Colt's name. Oh, is, he's my guy. Yeah. Yes, this guy, he uh, he plays football for the Saints. He was uh, drafted by the Chiefs, and he played college in Villanova. What's his you. name? Um, Tana Capasagadon. Man, you hit the K, but you missed the. Yeah, oh, man, that was that was really, really fucking really good. good. Mm. Really well done. It's Tano Hassanyan. Mm. No, no G, but he hit the K well. AJ. Uh, so this is a this is a, a big boy. K could have been silent. That was tricky. Yeah, you nailed that one. That was perfect. Most yes. of K was not silent. You you got that part. Yeah, you nailed that part. Um, see if you can nail this big boy who did come from Wisconsin and he's now in Dallas. And he runs that offensive line as a center. And he's made about 80% of, of cheese. What's his what's his name, though? There's a couple acceptable answers, actually. Casey. I'm going to go Tyler Biads. The, the, the emphasis was was correct, uh, but it's Tyler Biadish. A little little shh at the end of that. Or you or Tyler okay. Badass. Yeah, is also I, I, know, I actually knew, I knew I knew that one. I knew that one. I just I know who that player is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now you know his name. Colton. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this next guy, he played college ball at Old Dominion. Mighty Monarchs. Uh, outside linebacker for the G-Men. He's actually uh, playing a little better this year. What's his name? Mm, this is probably the toughest one yet. Give the fantasy guys defensive play. Oshane Eximens. Ex, ex, <laughs> nope. nope, 0 for 2 on that one. First and uh, last name. Yeah, I, I love it, Case. It's actually O'Shane Shimenez. That XI is super confusing. Mm. Yeah, it, do, it does a little dance. Is he there. Jewish? He might be Jewish. We're not I sure. He went to Old Dominion, Kings yeah, of Virginia. Boys, we need that. That'll be our that won't be contentious. We'll, uh, the next <laughs> thing we'll do is we'll do the religions of players. We'll knock we'll knock that out. Like, <laughs> I think that'll be popular. <laughs> I like that. It, we, we can figure out the name and religion of this next fella. He's a first-round draft pick out of Auburn. He rarely plays corner for the Miami Dolphins. What's his name? Uh, Noah Ibogane. Mm, that wasn't even close. You got the first name right. It's Noah Igbenogany. Igbenogany. He's mm -hmm. often injured, and when 
when he does play, he's not very good. Okay, see, this next guy, he hails from the mighty Beavers of Bemidji State. Um, (laughs) Special teams kick returner uh, extraordinaire for the Patriots. Uh-huh. Uh, he is now a Steeler, and Not he's so also much for the Steelers, though you know. Yeah, he he does play wide receiver some too at times. Uh, he's he's a pretty damn handsome guy. What's his name? Uh, Gunnar Oshlevsky. That was like ninety two percent correct. Yeah, uh, that was so goddamn close. Yeah, let's get. I mean, we'll give it, it, it to him. It's, so it's close, not totally right, Actually, but we're gonna Gunnar get it. I, I, sure. I think we should give right. it to full points. Gunner, Gunner full, points full points. Oh, full right, 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 the wrong right. answer. Write down, the, write down those points. Yeah. Yep. Participation trophies for that one. <clears throat> oh, this one's mine. Yeah. So this is uh Navy's head coach. Um, he's a real bastard. Actually, he's mm. a really good guy, but he does provide problems for the Notre Dame fighting Irish every year because his players love to hit knees. Uh, he's been there for like a bazillion years. Uh, what's his name, Casey? Ken Nui Montangalolo. I like that. Damn good I like that. That was my favorite one. Ever. Off. You added the, the Samoan Ung where That's it didn't why. belong. Mm. I loved it, though. Yeah, that, that was racist? beautiful. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we were, we've already talked about the. the uh, we can't do this. No, let's give them full points for it. Yeah, Ryan, full write points. it down. Full I was going My brain was about to go down a path where we would get canceled. And we're not big enough for that yet. Last, the last name, second to last name, actually, there's a sneaky guy in there. Uh, he's an edge rusher linebacker for the University of Oklahoma, licking his wounds after a demoralizing, emasculating loss uh, to our beloved Texas Longhorns. What's his name? David Ngwabu. Yeah, I can't. No. We can't. That can't be full points there. It just can't be. No, it's it's a Gwegbu. Is his Gwegbu. name? David Gwegbu. He may get drafted, but he may not because. Yeah, you can't lose to Texas by 50. If you can go ahead and pronounce this for me uh, uh, fully, that would be fabulous. John Christian Kaimi Payu Fairban. Ryan, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, right? That was it. That was it. Congratulations. (laughs) All right. Congratulations. That was perfect verbatim. And congratulations tonight to McCorkle winner. It's Casey Myers. Gentlemen, please give him a round of applause. I need clapping. He did it. I need clapping. Last week's winner was Coach Craig and Justin Chase. Gentlemen, it's like butt, butt fuck whatever in the morning right now. It's 1142 when, here. When it's you very said late. butt, the first word that I said saw on the slide was plug. Was plug? I, I yeah. didn't love that. I've had one in this whole time. Good for you. <laughs> and and Are that's you why he deserves. So, guys, not only is it late, Casey's got a butt plug, and I'm sure it's getting painful at this point. He's been sitting with us for like an hour and a half. He deserves another big round of applause for that because it's oh, yeah, very thanks late. Thanks for coming on, Casey. And we're, no we're irritating, and it's nuts. Uh, Casey, do me a favor. Plug some stuff. I know we did at the beginning. Anything you want to highlight? Not your butt. People know. Uh, Don't well, plug that's, your butt. It, it would appear that's already plugged. You so can go to adamandeve.com. You can put in discount discount code. <laughs> Uh, at the FF Dynasty. No, uh, you can catch us on the YouTubes at the FF Dynasty. You can catch us on Twitter at the FF Dynasty. All social medias, I think, pretty much are at that as well. Uh, not not huge on the socials, but the YouTube's really the big one. And then any any uh, podcast platform, FF Dynasty. Uh, we live stream on Mondays at nine nine thirty ish, and then we put some more content out on Wednesdays. So look for all that. Really appreciate you guys. Um, having me on was a lot of fun and I'd, I'd, I'll come back. Um, I'd say, anytime, but not next week. Other than that, I'm, I'm good. Generally don't, uh, yeah, we don't do back-to-back appearances <laughs> unless you're AJ and he's the one that hosts the space. So I'll give a quick yeah, shout I'm, out too, man. These guys content, man, Jason, I mean, Jay, Casey, 
Big Co and uh, Matt, awesome content. I would highly suggest and recommend joining the Patreon and buy buy a damn t-shirt. Yeah. Is Big Co an ode to Oklahoma State great Bryant Reeves? No. Oh, that nope. is so wildly obscure. I don't know why you would even <laughs> venture that. And because of that and all of our other transgressions, let's please give Casey another round of applause for staying up with us tonight. All right. Thank, Thank you, you Casey. very much, Casey. Ryan, take us yeah. home. You are the best. Thanks for listening to the Shower Football Podcast. Please subscribe to our Gently Charred Podcast on any platform, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Leave us a five-star review wherever you do so listen. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. Please take a second, retweet new episodes on Thursday mornings, and go ahead and watch the University of Texas play some football uh, because they just beat Oklahoma by 50. Would have been 52 if somebody hadn't missed a field goal. They still have to play Kansas <laughs> and Lawrence, though, because Texas is all the way back. Mm-hmm.